What it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei Vio Sensei, 36 Dread Kage of the Music Clan, 10th Tribe of Wakanda, and I am the Fire Lord. Call me ASAP Pretty Flocko Sensei. And y'all already know it's Shadow the Gold Tooth Villain, leader of the Water Nation. If y'all want me, pull your double cups up two times. It is the Black Panther of Wakanda's birthday right now. So oh, I'ma God. need Have y'all to subscribe. Sensei said so.com. Hey, show me love because I'ma show y'all love back. We back for another episode, and yes, I am a year wiser, and a year more mature, and a year still single, get at the boy. I love that you're taking the uh, very Nigerian approach of taking a celebration and stretching it about a week or so. <laughs> you know how we get down back home, you know. Christmas a week, <laughs> marriages are a week, <laughs> birthdays are a week, so I appreciate you doing that. Mm-hmm. The festivity started uh, yesterday, you know. And so we have about six, seven more By days. By the time left you of my listen birthday. to this, we'll probably still be celebrating. <laughs> we still, we, <laughs> of course, we will still be jumping. I'm surprised we're even giving y'all a podcast right now. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in. You know, the reason why we came in, the reason why we do this, because of all the support we've been getting. So we appreciate y'all tuning in. As you already know, sensei said so.com. Find the content. Hopefully, hopefully, you find what we're doing slightly enlightening. We're bringing that back. Remember like that, that was the tagline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went away from that, but... Because I think people have it misconstrued where they think that we're going to solve all your problems. Well, that's not what we're here for. We're here to just make you think a little bit. We're here to get we're you here, a we're, little we're bit more enlightened. We're here to identify the problem with you, and then we're going to leave you alone for you to figure it out yourself. Give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, teach him to fish, and he a fisherman ass. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode, we have a returning... This is our first three-peat guest. Or well, Keith's come three times. Is it three-peat? Okay. So we got the three-peat. We got Key One, the Laker himself. I'm going to four, beat you to four, Keith. Ooh. Ooh. You hear that, Keith? I'm going to beat you to four. <laughs> he trying to get that resident third sensei spot. So, Keith, we're going to have to he have you He act like it every time he come in here. He, he, look, he, he, he in my chair right now. Sitting in my chair on my birthday, the boldness. I but. become less of a guest every time I'm here. We really hoped that we could control Mike's Hollywood status, so we brought one of his teammates in <laughs> hopes that it would chill him out, but nope. To humble him. It, it set him aflame. He almost took over the whole show. I almost couldn't do the intro because of Key One. <laughs> but to the left of Key One, we have a guy that you've probably seen but it has been too long that you've got to hear from him, Mr. Norbs himself. What's up, y'all? Yes. I don't voice. Which voice was that? that, that that's not my cool voice. That, that's just my voice. You don't pull the cool voice. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't cool bring voice. the shirt. Oh, man. <laughs> the lake's that, most famous shirt. The cool shirt. The fake shirt. Y'all did, <laughs> shirt's not real. So on this episode for you guys, season four, you know how we're going strong. We got two bad members of the cool, so we're going to chop it up with them. We want to get a little bit more of how you guys are not only producing dope music for yourselves, but also for the community. And then we just want to pick y'all brains a little bit, because Mike got a lot to say. I know Norv's got a lot. Don't shake your head. <laughs> you are the first guest to bring notes. <laughs> yeah. And did, did, I, I, did, I feel really unprepared right now, but... Did, did, nah. uh, did Norv's hear the, the lineup last? 
last time you were on here, you you did a starting five of the oh, other cool. Yeah. Remember how you did that? Did <laughs> I play the power forward? Is that what it was? <laughs> how do you feel about the where he had you in the lineup? I can't even remember what it was. Wasn't it like I was? Was I the four? Or? You tried to put yourself at the two or the three. No. I was like, I had Clay Thompson. No, I, no, no, no. I think coach. I was the four and Cam was the five, right? You had Cam hold, five. You had Cam, Cam was five. the five. He was uh, holding down the paint. And then Josh was one. Yeah. Uh, you had him at the three then? Yeah, you I'm were the three. three. You were the three because Candido was the two out there. That's a great threes, spot, though. Guard, I get, yeah, the three know, is not a – that's a good with spot. With the sax solos and stuff just out there coming in. I'm cool with the three, I guess. You, yeah, you should play the four, but – Power forward, though. Like, you got to come through with that base nice and strong, though. Mm-hmm. Like, we need you – like, that LeBron James spot that, you know? Hey, oh, okay. You put him in with LeBron James? LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> No, is you an NBA fan? Yeah, man, I like the NBA. Okay. Who's your team? Who's your squad? Man, I, we, like, I like the Jazz. Okay, it's time well, to be a nothing, Jazz fan. You, don't, you hey, can actually, hey, you can say that with pride. Right? Man. No, I don't know why I whispered. Uh, <laughs> I think my microphone's just loud. No, I like the Jazz. I like Donovan Mitchell. I like what they're doing. Hell yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And y'all were right. If anybody has gone to the key for their various functions that they've had, you you know that they were in the heart of the city, and y'all are still there. Tell us about the move and what happened, because if people are trying to find y'all at the old spot, they can't see y'all no more. So what uh, recently happened? Just kidding. Uh, we recently moved. We used to be at the Art Space Building, which is right by the Gateway Mall. And um, Mike, Josh, and I we've been talking about moving. Um, for a while, for a while, <laughs> and and we literally put it out there. You know, we started talking about it, and and kind of just happened. Um, the law of attraction, y'all brought it exactly. Brought it it just literally just happened like that too, because we got a letter from management. They told us they weren't renewing our contracts. I was like, oh shit. Oh hell no. Um, so I think it was that same night or the day it, after. No, it was the same day. Uh, the same the day. The day that we found out that they weren't going to renew our lease. We were hanging out at the bar, and Norbert was talking to some of the people we were hanging out with, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, you should come check out the office, and, like, explaining our situation and everything, and, like, say, like, yeah, we got to find new office space. And, like, Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was talking to Mike. I was like, hey, bro, they're kicking us out. I mean, they're not, but they are. They're just not renewing the lease. So um, one of the girls that was there, um, she said, oh, you guys need to move or what? Like, yeah, we need to find new space. And then she's like, well... The office I'm in, you know, they have open spaces. I think you guys should come check it out. Lit. I was like, cool, you know. And part of the key, you know, we like to be downtown. We like to be in the middle of everything. With us playing so many gigs downtown, it's just we have to be downtown, you know. And if you've been to the key, the key had a cool vibe. It was a cool spot, you it know. Was lit. So, so we definitely have to keep the same vibe, the same feel, just because I believe that you know the space creates a vibe for whatever you're doing. So the vibe is right, you know. Everything else is gonna be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I asked the girl, I was like, Hey, where's, where's this building at? She's like four South and state street, you know? So I'm thinking like, well, that's like right there downtown, right. you know, and right. The courthouse and the Salt Lake city, you know, council building is there. And I was like trying to think where it was, but it was that old, um, hotel building. What's the name of the hotel? Uh, the hotel Plandom. Plandom. Yeah. Which is right there on state street and four South in that corner, uh, North, Northwest corner. So she was like, yeah, come check out our office, and, you know, we'll show the space. And like, mm-hmm. So we did go see the space the next day. It's a cool spot. I thought the building was abandoned. <laughs> it's all, you know. It's yeah. Give you that deep city vibe. For that sure. It is. For sure. It which is, which for is sure. cool, yeah. And 
So we walked in, we checked out her space. Her space was cool, you know, they have it all fixed and, and it looks really nice, really bright. It's it's a building, you know, it's a city building, so it's it gives you like a New York vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Got the open exposed brick and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool and... spot for sure. So, well, you guys must have not, you guys must not have my correct address because I didn't get the invitation in the mail, <laughs> but. Are y'all, are, are, y'all, are y'all fully moved in and like secured and like, or, I mean, or what's the, how far along in the process? We're, we're moved in and, and functional, mm-hmm. but it's it's still messy in there. Y'all like, still got to put a little sure. elbow grease yeah, in there. Yeah, for, for sure. And plus, it's going to be a work in progress over time. Like, this is going to be uh, a new level of, of something for us, but it's still going to mm-hmm. keep the vibe of, of who we are even more so. But that's what the, that's what the community is for. So so let the people know where they, where they can find you guys and come and because. Fans are, are more than willing to come help and, and come be a part of something organic like that in the community, you know. A lot of people want to come work with you guys and support you guys. So For sure. Let them know where the, where the new spot is and, and, and what they can do to help you guys grow the new spot, you know. No, we're, we're literally ro- located right on the corner of 4th South and State Street. Um, parking is a different situation for us now. It's city parking now, so you got to find some spots on the street. Or, come early to your sessions. Or, yeah, right. <laughs> it's big. Yeah. It's big time now. You guys got to show up early. Make show sure up you plan tax dollars involved. Now. <laughs> you might be pl- parking like a block away or something like that, or, or having a it's walk. Nice a little, little walk bit. though. It's yeah, but nice it's walk. nice. You ride downtown. Like if we want to go take a break, like we can go walk around the corner, go grab a slice of pizza. If we want to go walk down, walk literally down to the uh, spot right below us go grab a drink if we want to if we ain't got something in the studio already like mm-hmm. if you I'm just want to change spots you know like if you want to go play some pool real quick like right. both of the bars that are right beneath us have pool spots to play at so it's like we got places to escape at that are in walking distance and it's really nice now because before like you had to at least get to like main street and then it was like oh now we're near some stuff but that took you a couple blocks to get to here so it's <laughs> right now we're really walking distance from everything and it makes it nice to be in that vibe of being downtown and the police were harassing people right in front of you guys <laughs> you guys have an interesting <laughs> have, uh, neighborhood we haven't but... escaped the homeless don't don't oh, don't mind true. that it's like they 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 still hang out around like the the building that we're at but it's like it's i figure like that's just a part of like any like urban, urban city right, it's, and sure. it's definitely not as bad here as it is other places because it's right. not new york it ain't it ain't San Francisco. It ain't LA. It's like the Walking Dead out there. I was there in October. I was out in Oceanside in October. And man, it really was like, it got real misty. And then you just see like, just slow walking. Like, I was like, where am I? Right. So before we get into our first break, uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of you guys, just plug where you, get, where you can find you guys on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, we all have individual pages, but the main page is the key SLC at the key SLC. Instagram will we're not very we don't post a lot, but we do a lot. They see um, everything now. But you go. can you can hit us up on 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 there for sure. Phone number, email, everything's on there at the key SLC. Yep, Instagram. You can find our individual pages from there as well. Yep. If you don't follow those already. <laughs> it's that easy. So what we're going to do is we're going to take our first break so we can vibe out to a little bit of music. And then when we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper and really chop it up with these two brothers. So stay tuned. If you ain't fueled up, you already know what the sponsor is. It's 36 in a cup. Double it up. Shadow is. The cool. And we in here with the cool. Norbs. Key. Let's get it. Oh, my mama. On my hood. I look fly, I look good 
touch my swag Wish you could Hold up Oh my god, I look good And I'm feeling way better Oh my god, I look good And I'm feeling way better Oh my god, she look good And she feeling way better Oh my god, she look good And she feeling way better Oh my god, I look good And I'm feeling way better Oh my god, I look good And I'm feeling way better she look good, and she feel way better. Oh my God, she look good, and she feel way better. Hey, riding through my city in my whip, Bruh. Haters talking down, but I don't listen. Cause I got my kid and I got my chick and I got my whip. Gonna got that crib when I get that bitch. Won't drop that pin, but I rock my gold so I'll see how I live. Hold up, I've been chilling like all day, tryna get the money the long way. Try not to do it the wrong way, tryna dip my chicken Versace. I'm like Jay, she Beyonce. She the wife, no fiance. When we move, it's like the mob way, cause it's family over everything. Oh my god, I'm looking good, but inside I'm feeling much better. Whole squad on fly, birds of a feather, so we fuck together. Wrist so cold, they could change the weather. Feel so good, but I'm looking better. Touch my swag, homie, wish you could, cause flex on them, cause oh I'm a god. By your sensor, <laughs> y'all already know. Attitude was out there. Mark, where my auto tune at? Where my auto tune at? You gotta, you have to cue my auto tune when I hit those notes, or else they gonna get me, man. But yeah, Sensei said so. Dot com is where y'all can find the music. I feel good by Sensei's, which y'all just heard, and that is actually out now. It's part of a vibe. Keep make it sure y'all make sure y'all tune into the website and click that, click that, listen to that. Let me know what back. you think. <laughs> More vibes coming soon. Yeah, he got he got these things called vibe. Do you want to tell them they might steal it? Do you care if they steal it? <laughs> no, I don't want this idea stolen because one song's a single, three songs you can call that an EP. So two songs is a vibe. You know, let's keep it simple. Let's keep it. You want two songs back-to-back to fit your mood, and that's what I'm going to provide you. That's why you come to the website, senseisaidso.com. I just want to be a part of your life. You know, I want you to wake up and listen to the song. I want you to then start making bacon or do whatever you do and then listen to the podcast. And then I want you to go to the gym and listen to another song. And then when you want to watch TV, you tech into, whoa. Mm-hmm. Right. I call it plug-in music. That's what I'm talking about. Lifestyle music. (laughs) I call it a vibe. But whatever you call it, just vibe out with me. Let me know what you think. Hopefully it help you wake up. Shout out to all my sales team, all my salesmen, my sharks in the water. I made that song, The Vibes, for y'all. 
The vibes for, that is the first vibe for them. Well, wake up is because wake up is really like, hey, you got to wake up and you got to be in that right state of mind for greatness. Because if you don't do that, then you've already failed yourself. Like I never understood why they told you to make your bed because me as a rebellious <laughs> child, I was like, why would I make my bed just to fuck it up when I go back to sleep? Like this is a waste of emotion. But then as I read and I got older, I realized that. It's just something about accomplishing little things throughout your day helps you move forward and helps you continue to build momentum and break the like the shackles of procrastination. So make your bed, motherfucker. So make your bed, <laughs> low John voice. <laughs> and we got and we got and we got Key One and Norbs here. Do you like cool. Norbs or like your full? I don't know if you want me to use your gum, man. Norbs. I don't say Norbs are can't even can't even say my name. Norbs is cool. Norbs. What about yeah. Norb Sensei? Oh shoot, is that a new thing? Norb Sensei. Uh, what 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 gave you guys the ideas for the for the names for the and the cool too? I mean, what what what's behind all the <coughs> the whole thing? You want me to go first? He go cleared first, his Mark. voice like it's some street <laughs> right. shit. He, like, he cleared it so you could not be. Um. Well, key one, that's, uh, we won't talk about the name that I had before then. I mean, V probably remembers what it was, but. Uh, wasn't, it a, wasn't it some sort of dog? Or was that like. <laughs> no, that was. That was like when we were like. That was, that was Devon and. and uh, Pitbull and Rottweiler. Oh my <laughs> Damn, you should have brought some of our old songs for the podcast. We were 13, man. Oh, that's God. such a long time ago. We were. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, key one was, uh, when I was at school in Atlanta, uh, the guys that I was like friends with and producing and stuff with, we were trying to like come up with the name for like the crew for, for what we were doing. And the, we thought like the black keys and like, we hadn't heard of the black keys at the mm. time. <laughs> so like there was that, but I was like, oh yeah, I could be key one, key two, key three in the site. So that did the black keys didn't work out, but like I kept you key one after key that. One. So like, so you're saying there's a key two and key three somewhere around? Nah, uh, <laughs> I mean like, I mean they're around. Like my boy Carrie's still doing stuff, and like, uh, what about WNF? Will is uh, man, I <laughs> that guy is like doing a bunch of different things. Like he's he's doing well though. Like um, I always am. Wishing and wanting music from him, but he'll he'll do it whenever he's ready to do it, and that I guess that's that's how it is. Um, he's pretty dope. He is. Um, he's Damn. he's a Illmatic. Really was a conglomerate. We really had like because people didn't know we were in like we had a couple dudes in Toronto. We had Atlanta. We had a couple places like New York. Yeah, shit. Nah, we don't mess with the manic niggas. They always try to kick niggas out their group. <laughs> they wouldn't let nobody in. Always, yeah, I remember when I was a little nigga rapping. Yeah, I wanted to, yeah, I to let nobody in the group. Y'all yeah, big brother ass niggas. <laughs> we really were uh, it's us against the world type mentality. Like it really was. I remember asking V, "Hey, can let me let me use this beat too?" He said, "No." <laughs> what do you mean, no? <laughs> hey, my flow that video. It's still one of my favorite videos that you know from what's from, like from out here, here for sure. <laughs> hey, we we really set like a nice bar for <clears throat> what we were doing at the time too. But what about what about your name, Norbs? Norbs. <laughs> There's not really a story behind my name. People just call me that through high school, and I just kept it. And 
I try to change it every now and then, but it doesn't work. I just try to change it to what? <laughs> so if you could have, if you could change your name, if that's, you could rebrand right now, what would you go? That's with? the issue. I can't think of anything, like, you know. <laughs> but I did right come now, up. Yeah. I, I did come up with an alter ego, you know, Ricky Malo. Some people know Ricky. Ricky, Ricky keeps coming. Ricky, Ricky won't go nowhere either. We know bro. Ricky. We, we Ricky love. Malo, we love when Ricky bro. comes out. And who's Ricky? Head. What's Ricky about? Hey, he just doesn't give a fuck about anything. Bro. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky be doing Ricky things. <laughs> Ricky be doing Ricky things. That's yeah. a hashtag right there. <laughs> so previously, before we went to the break, we invited a couple people. You know, we we opened the door to your guys' studio. So before the floodgates open and people show up, I wanted to ask you guys as the owners, what are some rules and regulations? What are some good studio etiquette that if somebody who is new to a studio had never come to the key, how can they not F their experience up with you guys? Showing up early or at least on time. Like, yeah, be, cool. be there Is when that you're supposed right? to be. Yes. And like, <laughs> with us being downtown now, like, that definitely means planning ahead for parking and, and like, finding that and being able to either walk to where we are or, like, having to call us and get directions if you're one of those people that's like, yo, I don't know where y'all at. Like, Bro, you have the address. Like, just walk to the. Good luck with that one. <laughs> right. Good luck. So y'all don't believe in fashionably late. <laughs> I mean, I'm late sometimes. I'm. If but, you're going to be, communicate it though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, be upfront. If you if you're like running late and you know that you're gonna be running late, don't wait till like after the time that you're supposed to be there to like hit us up and be like, "Yo, I'm running late. Sorry, I, I'm I'm be there in like." Don't 10 you so 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 as the as a producer and engineer standpoint, as an artist standpoint, don't you ever just want to pull up when you pull up? <laughs> you talking to the don't latest you... <laughs> individual this side of the Mississippi? So don't you ever want to just pull up when you when you like? Oh, I know I'm cutting it close, but but. Absolutely. It's all good. <laughs> Absolutely. But at what point do you want to start considering yourself a professional? Nothing more than 10 minutes late. Okay. I mean, 10 minutes is like not a big deal, especially if you send a text message right. and you're like, yo, I'm running 10 minutes late. I'll be there real quick. 30 cool. is probably crazy. I'm cra- chilling. 30 plus is probably crazy. 30 is, even 30 is like manageable if you let somebody know about it. When you got people sitting there yeah. waiting, like wondering where the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I'm right. sending you I, messages and you're not responding and then you just show up like because you feel <laughs> like it. It's like, bro, I was hitting you up. Like, where are you at? So and communication. This, so it's a communication's key. Huge. So I communicated with you, Norbs. I'm here now. How many people can I have with me? 15? Oh, 20? 50? 25? You need that many Dang songwriters? <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> so is there like a posse limit? What are you, what's your feeling on that? Mm-hmm. I, I think it depends. Um... I don't know. It's kind of hard because some people bring in a lot of people. Some people don't bring anybody. So it just depends on the vibe, depending on the vibe of the artist as well. I mean, if we're doing like a party track, you know, something like that, and you just want to vibe out with your friends in there and kind of get that vibe in the song, then, yeah, bring whoever you want. But if we're doing like a really like Philly vibey song and you got like five other dudes just there sitting, staring at you, trying to watch everything you do, it just kind of kills the vibe. So I don't know. It, it depends. Just let us know in advance. Cause sometimes people be showing up and they bring a lot, like a football team, you know, and it's like, I don't have enough water for all these people. I ain't you got know? enough water. <laughs> but does it become unproductive with too many people? or um, It can sometimes. Yeah, because they keep asking questions and then people... 
the way I see production, because I don't consider myself a beat maker. There's a difference between making beats and being a producer. You make a beat, you send it out, somebody else just puts vocals on it and it's done. But uh, as a producer, you create a song, you know what I'm saying? You work the track with the artist mm -hmm. there and there, you create it, everything goes into one. You're not just making the beat, but you're producing the vocals, putting them on the track, you know, switching parts, this and that. But sometimes having a lot of people in there, they start telling you, oh, you should try this, you should try that. Ooh, opinions. And, uh, and it's not that it's bad, that, but, but yeah, here's yeah. the thing. The artist, your homie who's there working with you, he came to you because you're the producer, you're, you're working on the song for him. And, like, if you're trying to, like, put your plug in there, you know, it's like, come on, like, let me do my, my work, you know, let me do my thing. And then after the fact, then we'll vibe it out, we'll, we'll listen to it, and if we need to make any changes, you know, then we'll do that. But... Yeah, some people just ask a lot of questions, you know, and that's yeah. usually, that's usually what it comes down to is the people that are there make themselves present where they're not supposed to be present. And it's it's not like they're ill-intentioned or anything like <laughs> right, that. Right. They just don't know that they're they don't have the etiquette to know that, like, yo, your opinion is not needed right now. Like, <laughs> no offense, you, uh, no you, offense you to you no as a person, as a human being, right now, right. but your opinion is not needed in this situation right now. Like, that's <laughs> just, right. just and, and I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, I, we're still cool, you know. Like, we, yeah. I don't want to have bad vibes with you, but come yeah. on, bro. Like, let me finish. Let me do yeah, what I do. Let me create a loop real quick, and then you know we can we can go from there. But yeah, yeah. That's so don't. Don't bring like a football team to the studio. Is that is that rule number two? That's <laughs> I guess my my one bugaboo is and no offense to significant others either. But and it's like the situ situation too that hands on because it's it's usually no offense but it's usually rappers and they bring their girlfriends with them and then they do their verse and then they'll take their headphones off and be like, hey, can you play that back? And they'll be like, hey, babe, what you think of that? Oh, it's like I hate that. Can't that do that. <laughs> Why do you hate that? Because who is your? It's the same thing. Who is your producer at that point? What are you paying me for? Are you oh, paying your okay. girlfriend to produce this song right now? Does her opinion matter more than mine when it comes to like how that tape it sounds? It better not. It better not. Exactly because if or that's the case, you, you you guys can leave and go record at her studio. Oh. Does she have one? Why do I have a hunch? What if you what if what if what if they pull up with their girl and they and they like, hey girl, go ahead and get uh, get on the keys. <coughs> I mean, if it's nice and that was like a part of the plan, and she like, and she can do it, like, then that's a different story. Y'all gotta turn y'all girls into engineers, fellas. Not even her. engineers. <laughs> just like, if you're gonna bring them, make sure that they have something to do with the process. And that's the same thing. If you like, honestly, if you're bringing people to the studio, they should have something to do with the process. Whether they're like contributing to you personally, like they're giving you advice, and it's mm -hmm. like I, I confide in this person, and this is somebody that like I have. I see. Or they're like. Even Bring if it's people like, that are going to be conducive to your art. To, yes, and make sure team. that they understand that like this is a certain situation. Like you should not do these types of things. Prep those people that might be new to a studio situation. Mm -hmm. And even if they haven't been in like a major studio, because ours isn't like a major studio. We consider ours as production studio, but still, it's a place where like music is created and made. So there is a certain level of etiquette to coming into our space and working and doing those types of things. Mm -hmm. But educate those people that you're bringing in there like yo if you haven't been in this environment before like don't do this don't do that this Ooh, is cool like, talk. Just, that's cool this is cool just like chill on this and right be cool just we be having be those fine. same issues recording podcasts we, really? be, we be yeah we be bringing we be bringing people and something and they just 
you out of nowhere you don't know how to act. Right. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, what? why did you think that that was going to be not an issue here right now while we're recording? And the worst part is, is I don't know if you guys, because you guys are focused on the computer, but like, if you ever come to the dojo, the seats are behind where the guest is. So I can see the person and you just watch them just like fueling up for it. Like, <laughs> there's a moment where they're like, should I butt in or should I just shut my mouth? And then you watch them fight with that decision and then you do something or they hear something and then they lose it. And then they're just like, bro, you should buy me that. Right, right. Bro, what are you doing right now? Like, you don't know what you're doing in this capacity. So make sure, it seems like, make sure you're prepared, you're on time, you're communicating. Yeah. Make sure your entourage is under control and understand yeah, the situation yeah. and it's gonna be a good vibe for sure is that's, that what i'm it. hearing yeah that's that's it you and run. come ready to work come ready what does to that work. mean when you say come ready to work because a lot of people don't know if they should like have some bars ready written should they drink red bull like what does come <laughs> ready to work actually they even drink 36 if, if it's a production situation and like we're in the process of creating i don't necessarily expect that you're coming with stuff written like you could be you could have verses written and ready to go but you could be wanting to like hear what music is ready is gonna happen from what i'm about to do and want to go off of that and that's totally fine but if that's the case you better come ready to like put yourself in a mode that like once we get going that this is what's happening and like we're in the mode of working and that's your job is to like put words on the page and make your music and make your craft that's that's your job that's what people are paying you for that's what they're going to pay to show up at shows for that's your job just the yeah. big leagues, and, and and that's and, and that's how it is at at major studios, you know, and, and that's what you guys are are on your way to be in, and especially studios in Vegas that that I've that I've recorded in and out of. They have people that come in with an entourage of people, you know, hood, hood niggas with money, putting racks on the table, guns on the table, drugs on the table, but. With 18 people, but all of them sit down, don't say nothing. He get up, do his verse. The only person he's talking to is the is the engineer and the producer. The only person that's talking. If any of them want to talk or do anything, they leave and go outside. Like you know, so he right. he's right. It doesn't matter like what you how, what you want to do when you come to the studio. But once you get there, you have to be ready to work and no distractions or else. It's, it's a not production. Be it's a factory. You know? it, music is a product this is a factory like sit down shut up or you might get hurt right and that's not to take away from like the artistry of right. it either like we want people to be creative but like there's a work to that like you Processed. gotta put yourself right. in like a mindset of like if I'm ready to be creative like I've gotta like put have something come out of this whether it's good or it's bad I've gotta put something out whether we go back and look on this two days later and it's like nah that was weak but at least we got something out we did and it. like we did we put something out that was going to put us somewhere and now we know this isn't the direction we want to go we want to go this direction now mm -hmm. that's exactly. a good thing so what we'll do is let's go ahead and let's take a break norbs actually came with some music and we'll actually play the song from when we linked up hey i came in and you were like we gonna make something from scratch and this is what we came up with yeah. so let's play it let's go ahead and play that podcast exclusive and we gonna Ooh. come back with some mo on the sensei said so show flocka sensei
Then I'ma make them drown I know I got the flow and now I'm about to flood the town I cannot tell what this life has in store for me But everything I'm doing is so I can be free Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. And if you see me in your city
And that was Life For Me and Fire by your sensei. And Norbs and Jupiter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Those, but, <laughs> both those, both those, my head both those vibes were were fly. I really it's like both vibe. those vibes. Uh, you can you can check you can check out the music on senseisaidso.com. Dot com. You know those are exclusives drops. Um, where can they find those songs? Uh, those exclusive. Yeah, but man. those were that was that was Jupiter and Sensei. But Norbs, you produced both of those tracks. Those, right, those right. The, the songs track. are not out yet. Oh, ooh. Uh, so these are literally the first time people are gonna hear them. So those really, are debut really. tracks. I didn't let anybody Sensei hear that. So, hey. so, so y'all heard that. An interesting story about uh, about Jupiter <laughs> of Alex Jupiter. I I remember her from from high school mm. because she was. <laughs> She was friends with my boy Cole, a lifelong friend, and he went to Highland. They went to the same high school, and I went to Skyline. I don't know if she was doing music back then, but I think she might have been playing sports or something. But, but I, but that's crazy to see, you know, her doing her yeah. music thing yeah, and like she's really nice. pursuing it. She's and, cool. She's a cool and, DJ for sure. Too. Yeah, so that it's really dope to like to see artists come into that. DJ. <laughs> I didn't we know need, she was a DJ. We need more yeah. female DJs. I love that narrative yeah. of female DJ. I really do. I really think so. I, I encourage that. I'm doing an all-girls hip-hop class in uh, April for Spy Hop. Really? What ages? Yeah. Amaya raps. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's almost ready to start coming to summer camps. Because how old is she now? Four. Oh no no no! She got some, she got some time. She has her Stephen she Curry. Got, so. She got some time. She raps. Oh my god! <laughs> she got some time. I wish. I mean, nah, that would probably wear me out. We don't work with kids that young, spy hop. But come on, uh, bro. We do summer camps with uh, eight to twelve year olds, but our core programs throughout the year are with thirteen to nineteen year olds. Okay, so you're too when- old. <laughs> you like, don't know I, how old I, I am. I'm like Sergi Baca. <laughs> you don't have my birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but yeah, Key One and Norb's in the building. In the They're building. Cool. Um, we appreciate y'all. How Let's y'all? get their sp- uh, oh, perspectives on some shit. Oh, Let's ahead. really oh. get into it. Because <laughs> let's do it. Y'all in trouble now? Nah. When we Uh-oh. came into the dojo. We were watching a little bit of coon. I mean, football. <laughs> <laughs> and we found out that there's, there's when we talked about the NBA and we talked about uh, guilt-free sports, the NFL and football in general has been something that has many warring sides. It's been a, it's been a, a catalyst for a lot of conversation, whether it's college football or the NFL. And we found out that the two skyline football players have <laughs> have taken warring wow. sides of this civil war. Eagles, go Eagles, go Eagles. So, I can't even claim to be a player the way CJ was, and I really feel for <laughs> for being a player the way CJ was because his years were a, a huge misuse of talent. <laughs> And I wish I would have been their head coach that your guys' junior and senior years. I wish I would have been. They, they, they you rode got, me like we a horse. We could have, you guys could have gone to state with, with the talent you guys <laughs> had. You could have, easily. We all you got to do is put Dylan at quarterback. That's all you got to do. Yeah, but my, but my boy, and, and I love him, and I wish he, it would have went different for us, you know, in politics what they are. But he transferred schools on us and then came back, and the coach was not. Not down. No, nope. coach was hot that he did that. Who was this? <laughs> this was our high school 
backup quarterback. <laughs> that ne- that but, should have been. The but that should have been the glory guy. You know, yeah. he should have been the glory guy. So. But anyway, that's that's <laughs> that's beside the point. Let's get to what we really wanted to talk about. So, talk about both, it. Both. Uh, so both CJ and I. Have He's in your kind of government. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad. My bad. <laughs> he kind of. That's not even my government. That's still an alias. That's my second alias. <laughs> Both shadow, shadow and I. Shadow the anonymous. <laughs> shadow the anonymous over here. Uh, we both have uh, passionate opinions about uh, both of these uh, branches of this sport that we used to play, and we both kind of love still. Um, and uh, We've got different opinions about different branches of this. So, CJ, with the professional, with the NFL. Y'all know me. Y'all know I'm boycotting. Been boycotted. This is about year three of my boycott, and it, and I'm a and I'm a diehard Rams fan, and I'm sick because they're eight and zero right now. Currently losing to the die easy. Currently Saints. eight and zero right now, and I you know I haven't really got to watch and support like I really want to because of. You know issues. That's 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 my stance. And me, on the other hand, I have been off of the college football side of this for the last probably two or three years. And I used to be the biggest college football follower. I'm a huge Utes fan. Like I still support the Utes, even though it's like passively now. But like I used to be watching the rankings every week, seeing where we were <laughs> landing. It's like been a believer since they joined the Pac-12 like man we should have been won the conference championship we should have been capable of this and this just barely this year they finally beat USC I was so mad about that like they, when I stopped caring y'all finally want to beat USC you know it's, but it's, it's, it's little things like that they're but trying to bring you back they try, they are it's like you're trying y'all trying to reel me back in but it's it's for me let's let we'll do you want to go about your reasons for it first or do you want me to well they we 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 touch on my reasons Often, but, okay. but every we, odd episode. Yeah, every odd episode. About. But the thing is that yeah, we I don't I I don't I'm not in the slandering business. I'm not in the trolling business. You know, so I don't I don't like to bring up subjects that I'm going to speak negatively on consistently, because then you know that that's what, what makes you a hater. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I'm just a critic <laughs> and an activist. <laughs> Those two things. As you said that, the the staff got a collective gasp because we got like 72 emails about what you just said talking about. No, Shadow, you are a hater. You're the biggest hater I know. <laughs> but maybe they be stopping me in like you their shows and live shows. What did somebody say to you? You be on goofy shit 100% of the time? <laughs> <laughs> they be worried about my opinion, but that's why I keep talking. But, but yeah, so my stance on the, and and before I get into my stance on the NFL, like he was talking about college, I I watch college still. You know, I haven't boycotted college. I still support college football. You know, that's the only that in high school football, the only really football f- fixes I get. I might go watch a little little league game. You know, some little star coming up. But that being said. I'm, am I supposed to even be, you know, supporting them both? Because in college, there's a whole issue, too. But my issue with the NFL is the direct disrespect toward the movement that they have started. College hasn't started any movement yet. So it's Other than still, wanting to get paid, but that's not a movement, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying, yeah, like, you can't, you can't say that college players haven't, like, or, and this isn't like just specific to football, but like college players of like all sports haven't, except for water polo. But keep going. they had that lawsuit though. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, were, they haven't championed for like athletes being paid for 
the things that they do, especially like uh, high income sports like co- like football, basketball. I don't know what college baseball is like. No, nope, like, that's all. I mean, because college baseball, because they can get pulled right out of high school, so college baseball is barely a thing. It's true, because they go to the minor leagues, Boom. and then they, and if they make it to the major leagues, but and college women's basketball is big, uh, lucratively too. It's not as big as men's, but it's still big. Mm-hmm. Like it's still a big money maker every year. The March Madness is huge pulls for them for the NCAA. The, so like to think that like the NFL is as a billion dollar industry and college football not being a billion dollar industry too like you're like sorely mistaken right. and to think that these players that are out here even though it's a lot more teams and even though it's a lot more coaches like you can't tell me that these players don't deserve to be paid something for the time that they spend on the field the sacrifice that they put out there physically mentally like some of these guys get an education for this not and i put air quotes up for that because yeah, it's like, a podcast. they get half an education <laughs> i get a, they majored I, in swahili right? no that's not gonna like, work out they get they get a so-called education for this when like a lot of the times they have to go to uh games when it's like they're supposed to be a class or like they're leaving three days before they got to be at a certain place because they got to like be there for uh workouts or walkthroughs the day before so like mm-hmm. what are they doing when they're missing all these classes who's passing these tests for them how are they getting these educations these free educations that you're giving them because they're scholarship athletes what is the value there right these guys are graduating and if they don't make it to the league they've got nothing mm-hmm. and Not- the hard thing with college football like we were talking about earlier is like with other sports like in basketball there are some 17 year old 18 year olds who could just jump to the league yeah in baseball they already make the jump to the league but nfl is one of the well, football is one of those sports where you need that year of college because you can't be a 17 year old and play in the league so it's like in the time that you're spending because you have to have that development why are you still being taken advantage of? Why do we still have a system that's sucking your potential, sucking your earning potential mm-hmm. for two years? And then baseball minor leagues are another beast, too, because that's like, if you dig into that, like, that's not really like a whole, like, all it's crept or built up to be either as far as getting to the, the majors. Um, that can be like a washing machine of guys, too. Um, but yeah, I agree with what you what you said. Yeah, and you're not going to get crumbled in half <laughs> in baseball. And that's and, and that's your stance on the on the college, on the college football issue. And what about your stance on the on the NFL issue and the pro, the pro football issue? I am totally in favor of your guys' stance and what you guys believe as far as like these players aren't respected the way that they should be and do not have the power that they should as the athletes that are out there sacrificing the way that they are on the field. It's it's kind of the same thing as the college level, but it, even more so. Yes, they're paid millions and millions of dollars, and yes, they're, like, get these contracts for, like, Nike that some of these guys end up being, like, really, really wealthy one day, but they still don't have any power. No power. I watched the freaking commercial for them advertising uh, Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, and it was fucking Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Basketball ass player. Why is this basketball what? legend on the TV for the NFL? Game? For an NFL, he was like, we want to know who's the greatest. I was like, oh shit, Jordan versus LeBron? What the fuck? <laughs> and it was a football commercial. Oh. Confused me. So absolutely no power like you're talking about. Norbs, what are your thoughts on? I don't know. I mean, Norm's, are you as big, are you a big sports guy like I am, or is like 
I like sports, but probably not as much as you do. Like, <laughs> I'm not you know, huge. Like, I'm, not, I'm not a huge sports like 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 that. But uh, I see where you guys are coming from for sure. And and it's I think it's kind of hard to say just college football specifically, you know, because they're not getting paid, but they are getting exposure. They're getting education, you know, which to a point, food like, like you said, it's <laughs> not a lot you know, of food barely. So it, it just depends. But you also got to see like people. Who who come from nothing and get the opportunity to go to a big major college to play football? I think that for them, depending on their situation, it's a, it's a huge payout, you know. So it also depends where people are coming from. But yes, it's not fair. It's not cool. I, I think people, I think students should be getting you know money off of that for sure, or Especially something guaranteed, you, you know, or health insurance or, or things like that, you know, because that's, that's another major insurance. thing. That's a big thing. I, I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure they you have. Get, yeah, you got the, something as yeah, part of being the, a part of the program. Yeah, like, the NCAA's no insurance and stuff okay. like that. But like even like post that, that would be something that would be like huge right. for athletes because like that's especially football players because right. a lot of times when you get injured in that, you you might carry that for life. Like yeah, especially if it's head injuries. Taking or, like, out an insurance get, liability on some parts of your body, being able to do that right. as a college starter or right. something. So yeah. if you do get hurt and you miss out on a and season. And those things right. might exist in some cases. We don't know. but right. um, We know. <laughs> we'll walk to the youth right. right now and ask every one of them, hey. But not in the capacity <laughs> that it needs to when you look at tragedies like Aaron Hernandez and stuff like that. Ooh, like right, whatever yeah. is in place, it's not enough. So yeah. it needs to be looked at and be changed because he's not the only one. Like there's plenty of, there, I don't remember the player who it was, but he took a hit and he was like, I'm done. I'm not playing this game anymore. Like, I, I have to think about my family. A linebacker, so yeah, he played for yeah, like a couple yeah, years. I remember. He was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And with, so I want to ask you guys this. Which which situation do you think is more is more detrimental or oppressive to the, to the players, to the student athletes, or I guess the professional? They're both professional athletes. To the athletes? Eyes. Yeah, but... They deem them student athletes, so they're not allowed to be professional. But which which tier, you know, NFL or college, do you think has it the hardest to maximize their potential? I think the college system, because yeah. so much of what they can obtain is dangled in front of them, but then they're told that it's wrong for them to be able to have that. Yet you have people that are like, giving them money under the table and stuff all the time and, like, supporting them, but it's like they can't flash any of that or, like, go spend any of it on something that they might actually need or, like, maybe go buy a car to be able to get places or anything like right. that because then the questions are going to come up, like, yo, how did you get all that money? Or, like, where did that come from? But it's wrong because they're a college athlete. That shouldn't be the case, especially if these guys are stars and it's like they're definitely going to the league and, like, that's going to be something that happens. If people want to endorse this person already and, and like, support them and be able to make sure that they're okay for that couple of years in college that they have to develop before they go to the NFL, then that should be okay for them to be able to have a car, have a place to live, be able to buy food and be able to get groceries and stuff like that and be able to have a like a level place over here, especially if you are somebody that comes from nothing. Right. Like there should be nothing wrong with that. That's right. what I don't understand is why are players and athletes and students, why are they not able to make money off their own likeness? Because in America, it's free market capitalism. We talk about earn your potential however you can. Get the bag mentality is what this country is built off of. But we're turning a blind eye to a system where we're not asking these players to get a cut from the coach's salary. Mm -hmm. We're not asking you to pay the third string running back on Youngtown State's freaking squad. Like, 
if you're one of the best, if you're a Cam Newton and people are buying your jersey, they're watching Auburn for you, they're buying these shoes for you, why can you not earn what people are earning about you? Because the school is making money off of your name and your jersey. <laughs> oh, and yes. if you're not getting a cut of that, that's wrong. That, that, it's criminal. It is because in any other capacity, we wouldn't. That's more like that. well, that's more like slavery than the NFL is. is how, how you keep making this well, the, the argument for the and, NFL and, being and this like is where I'm, and this is exactly where I wanted to go because <laughs> because it is like slavery because the NFL and the college work they work together to make sure the athlete can't go pro prematurely. That's the issue. Yeah, and that's what's great about what the G League is doing with that with with their new rule because. Are you that, talking for NBA? Yeah, that for basketball because because I mean, but it, they, basketball they, always had a route though because they've had they Euro are, yeah, League. They, like, they, they that's have. always been. And an I'm not saying, and I'm not saying like, young players should just you know at a young age just try and go pro you know every now and then. But if the situation that you're about to be done with schooling and you might not have what it takes to succeed in college, but athletically you can succeed and brand in 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 athletics, you should be able to use that route to get out too. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be suppressed to have to make it through this route of schooling to make it to, you know, your dream would be able to do this and do that. Right. Well, and it's not to downplay like the the student athlete or the student side of the student athlete either, because that is important. Like what I feel like is uh, not or is overlooked in this whole thing is like the especially college football. A lot of these guys miss a lot of classes, and a lot of this work is just, like, either done for them or, like, either overlooked or tutors do it, whatever. And, like, they're just disadvantaged in that case. Some of these guys do all of their work. Some mm-hmm. of these guys are really smart scholars, and, like, yeah. and are real scholars. Right. But there are a lot of guys that are, like, just star athletes that it's just, like, we just need you to be out there on the field and we need you to pass this class. So it's, like, we're going to do it whatever it takes in, for, in order for that to happen. And that's a disadvantage to that person, in my opinion. And that's not helping them in any way, shape, or form or preparing them for the real world for what it's really going to be like when they get out there. And that's... It's almost like if you're going to treat them like professionals, pay them like professionals. But if you're going to treat them like students, give don't short them on the student experience. No. It has to be a balance. And that's what I like about what the NBA is doing to bring up what Shadow talked about because it's giving you an option. If you want to treat basketball as your profession, you shouldn't have to go to Yugoslavia to have to do that. So it's nice that the G League is there to say, okay, yeah. basketball is what I want to focus on, so I'm going to go here to focus on that. But if you want the student experience, you still get the opportunity to go to Duke, but hopefully they don't cheat you when you go there and make you go to like Swahili for your major and like you leave and you have nothing from it. Exactly. And the education too is about so much more than the ca- the classroom. Anybody that's been to college will tell you that that the education that they left with was about so much more than what they learned when they were sitting in the classroom Absolutely. in front of their professors. It's the life experience that you get when you're in college that changes who you are in those years from 18 to like 27 or however long you end up being in school for like and yes. our economy would be booming if they all taught these young, these young student athletes that are about to uh, be huge brands to self-brand themselves and make money. So even whether they make it or not, 
they had made money in college playing football. So then when they're done and they're not even going to go pro, but they at least have a brand that they right. had made in college. Business. And, yeah. and oh. now we don't have now we don't have ex running backs on the streets doing crack. No, they're all security like, guards at Moose <laughs> getting stabbed. <laughs> sad. Like it's a sad story for like a, a you know like a failed college linebacker that has hip problems now. Like that's mm-hmm. sad. Right. It's crazy. So we I'm so happy we talked about that. I have an understanding <laughs> now on both sides. Hopefully you took something from that, and that's why we brought back the slightly enlightened. Uh, statement because hopefully you you're thinking about these things on a deeper level. So we're gonna take a break. You know what's coming next. We got some music. Mm. Norbs really blessed us with blessed some us. tracks. So a newly yes, song indeed. that came out that he produced Ooh. called Nighttime. Or is it just night? Nighttime. Nighttime. In the nighttime. With, with yeah, Shanghai, yeah, right? Shanghai. Shanghai on that one. Yeah, shout out to Shanghai. So we're gonna drop that so you can vibe. Show. And we're yeah. going to come back with some mo on the Sensei said Somebody pull me up some 36. Ninjutsu. We get faded while we're sitting under night skies. We get high and touch the stars while watching time fly. You will never get to live a life that's like mine. She's telling white lies She fights a demon She said life is like a bike ride The grip she had on me Was stronger than a mic tie She's pretty but will never be in love Cause I know she'll do me dirty like the mud She's skipping church to go to parties in the club She wanna smoke with me I told her roll it up I said
Football Merchants. Norbs on the beat, nigga. Stacks, nigga. I'm talking stacks. Hey. <laughs> Father figure was father time, life's a bitch, so I let it ride. Spark the blunt, let the weed inspire. I'm sipping handy, don't need feed the fire. I got enough heat to blow your fucking speakers out. And you can catch swell merchants downtown when them freaks is out. Yeah, we them niggas round here, guess the secrets out. Yeah, I'm at your bitch's house, like fuck your couch. And if that bitch don't suck dick, she better watch your mouth. And if you kiss that chick, you better wash your mouth, cuz. to the sensei said so show that was nighttime and demons by norbs right here in the cool and uh shanghai was in was in the nighttime joint and that's out right now right right, right. That, that's out on yeah, all platforms on itunes yeah. spotify the whole thing so shout out to shanghai uh shout out to to y'all for 
making that one beautiful. I I love I love the live instrumentation. How, how when hip hop goes back to that is so fly is is such a dope way. When does Demons come out? Tell them when. Demons. Tell them about that. Um, that's a new single that I'm working with the Swell Merchants, and it's uh, coming out on the 13th. Yeah, shout out this to one. Nico. We had we had a uh, young ass Nico on yeah. the show, so so we a big fan of the Swell Merchants. We love when they when they bless us in their music. And what's it? So what's it like working with the with the Swell Merchants in Shanghai? You know, working with with artists, you know, hip hop artists. Two artists that we've had on the show. So if anybody wants to hear their perspective on what they've talked about, go back season one, season two, and season three. They've been on there. So what is it like working with them? Man, it's always it's always a different vibe for sure. Um, I've been working with Shanghai for what maybe a little over a year, maybe two years now. Yeah, I'd Something say closer like to two years. Close to a year, and we have a ton of songs, like a lot of songs that we haven't been putting out yet. Um, but it's always fun, you know. With with Alex, you know, we always have an idea and kind of a plan where we want to go with the songs, but we really don't know where to take them until we start like working on it, you know, and mm-hmm. and. Either I come up with a melody and then, you know, drum loop and then go off of that and then he just goes writing. I mean, we've had different ways of writing where I send him the beat and then he comes back and, you know, and then we record that way. Or lately, um, we're just recording almost freestyle and, you know, the the session, the recording until we get like a solid hook we like and then we go with that. So it's always good working with Alex for sure. Uh, The Swell Merchants, you know, they always come prepare. Um, It's always good. You know, like I don't know where... We're gonna go with the song, but you know it's part of like creating something new, which is cool and keeps it fun and exciting for me. One of the reoccurring themes that I've heard is it seems like, and with working with you, is it seems like you enjoy pushing artists out of their comfort zone. That's the truth. Tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about that. Um, so you know the the way I work, I want to work with somebody, make them feel comfortable with with themselves, you know, as an artist. But at the same time, I want to push them out of their comfort zone. Because we've we've been able to create something, you know, some cool stuff when the artist goes out of the comfort zone, you know, of that singing or s- stacking up vocals or whatever it is, whatever they're writing, you know, like I feel like pushing them out of the comfort zone creates a new vibe, a new sound, uh, a new idea, you know, and and that kind of keeps it original to to the sound we're working then. So what should what should Shadow do next? What do you think? We- <laughs> uh, do you my because yeah because my my sound my sound is. I'm not a singer, but I sing. That's that's my sound, you know. You don't sing, he sang. I sang, you know, because I've been feeling. rapping. Rapping is cool, but because, you know, my music is along the same vibes as that nighttime song, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I mean, put me on the spot. Let's let's stack up the vocals, man. We, we, you know, we can definitely do something. You don't have to sing to sound good. Right, that's what and, I'm and, saying. And that's the other thing, like... I think you should do, like, doo-wop or something. Just stop scat. <laughs> Push me out my comfort zone? What is out of my comfort zone, though? Like, Hip-hop that, opera. How y'all, yeah. no, how y'all did that reggae might be, because, I mean... That was I, cool. That that be that might be a little out of my comfort How was that for you? How was that experience for you? It was, it was fun because I had this idea for that. There's a space in between hip-hop and the the trap sounds and everything we love, and then the reggae instrumentation that, that has transcended time it's never going anywhere you can play certain songs no matter what and it's gonna last and that's the kind of timeless music that i love to create so figuring out a way to blend the two sounds was really fun to actually actualize that and we had a couple things where i did the hook one way you gave me some uh, some pointers and said hey try it this way i know you know you don't usually do it like this Mm -hmm. but try it like this and i think it came out well yeah and i'm excited for round dos 
I'm just yeah. do more like that because that's the big thing that I feel like a lot of artists are missing is just pushing their artistry. I feel like music has gotten to a point where it's so quick and it's so commercial, mm-hmm. almost like processed food, where it's just like it's it's created so quickly you lose what we used to get when stuff was right. handmade from scratch from the right. beginning where you get those different layers of the song you get rapping turned into singing in the hook and then maybe a bridge i know you have some you enjoy bridges I bri- you, I, i'm a i'm a bridge god <laughs> you a I troll love i love <laughs> you sounded like a troll i'm a bridge <laughs> bridge god listen you said i'll be hanging out under them bridges uh, i do not make a living under them bridges boy i be shadow the troll but <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's one of the things I've been working on lately because I got to a point where like I just wanted to make beats fast, work on the song fast, and on the production quick, like make it quick, 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 you know. And it, at first it was like, oh shoot, I can finish this song in like an hour, you know, all done. But then it's like I got sick of doing that because then I didn't like how it sounded, and now I try to take my time. And that's another thing in the studio. I don't like when people like are really impatient. Right. Like if, if I'm taking my time on this kick, it's because I want that kick to sound nice, you know. And but if you're back there walking back and forth and like just looking over my shoulder trying to see what I'm doing, it's like just <laughs> let me work on the kick, you know, and snare whatever I'm working on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just sit down and bob your head. Yeah, something, you know. Or with the new studio now, we have a little lobby area so people can hang out there. Eventually, we're gonna have a TV. Yeah, maybe. Eventually, we'll have a spot where you can go and like just play video games and like. Escape that and play chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I w- I'm kind of anti video games. I want it to be a video game free space, but it's like <laughs> we, we might have that. But whoa, whoa, whoa! We might Chill be- out with all uh, that. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But we speaking try- of anti, you gonna be anti this subject when we get into the rap sheet. <laughs> we gonna get into the Everett the rap sheet real quick. And, rup, Mi- rup, rup. and Mike, key one hates. Every rap sheet. He does not like hip hop controversy. He wants everybody to shut up and rap. <laughs> but in the same way, I kind of do too. I'm tired of people like talking on Twitter and talking on Facebook. Like, if you guys have that much to say, rap, you're artists. So Put cue it, it up for bars. people. Who, who don't know what's going on on this episode of the rap sheet because yeah, you know I have no idea it's society yeah, and rap is... culture this is what dominates America so so as we get into the hip hop culture oh my a Lord. lot of good albums right now buzzing out right now so so make sure you I found you... myself listening to more music than I usually do so uh, Mick Jenkins been... project was great was crazy I, I really like that one right now that I'm listening to good dude <laughs> what about you do you, <laughs> do you... Hey, I'm excited for Anderson's Peckney album okay oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. There you go. I actually, uh, I started diving into a Takeoff's album. I've heard. Okay. So I decided I was going to listen to that. Why not? And it's actually, surprisingly, it's, it's been pretty good so far. So. Sensei's approval, huh? I guess. <laughs> I was listening to the new uh, Currency and uh, Freddie Gibbs Fred, take. Yes. Uh, Fetty. Fetty, I love Currency. Good music out right now. Yeah. But so the issue in hip-hop right now, the queens of hip-hop are beefing to the death for some reason. It's between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. So recently, Nicki Minaj came out on her Queen Radio. I don't know why she... You were talking about this the other time. How she be doing this Queen Radio bullshit. One of the (laughs) things I don't like are safe spaces. I'm perfectly fine with artists creating platforms for themselves to have a voice. Like, obviously, that's kind of what we did here. But, like... 
creating a, a platform so that you only get asked certain questions and you get to control the narrative around yourself isn't safe. It's not healthy, both as an artist and a brand, but also mentally. And I think <laughs> what we're seeing is as we've watched the, 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 the devolution of Kanye, we're also seeing Nicki Minaj hitting that same weird thing when fame becomes a drug to somebody and then you take fame away it's similar to watching the relapse and the downfall of an addict and i think that's what we're seeing with with Nicki minaj because she's been acting a absolute donkey she has she got on her she got on her queen radio and she and she told everybody that that her best friend ra ali beat up cardi b snitch <laughs> Which is crazy that she would really just get on you would get on the radio and tell everybody that. But she but she said that her her best friend Raleigh beat up Cardi B that night and she told her friend Raleigh to not say anything, you know, because it, it would indict herself, you know, if she if they ever got in trouble for it. But now all of a sudden it came out and now she's telling everybody that she beat up Cardi B and then Cardi B responded in, in like a seven minute video cussing her out. Talking about talking about how she lying and talking about how she how she leaking people's phone numbers out to the public like like these are like they got serious beef now and and my issue is is the beef is it legitimate beef is it a legitimate beef or is it like or is it a cat fight shit or is it a marketing strategy oh what are your thoughts it what could do you be think? it could be a marketing strategy but they they still are beefing with each other that's the issue they really. So when they you really say are. a marketing strategy, what do you mean? What do you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously yeah. people are talking about it. We're talking about them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it brings up the conversation, whatever you're talking about. Oh, did you hear about Nicki Minaj? And did you hear about Cardi B, you know? And and what did Nicki do? Didn't she drop a song, like, the day after or later that night after they were beefing during that day? Well, she's ha she has an album. She has mm -hmm. something that was out, and she was upset that it didn't hit the numbers that she usually does because whether it's she's cold or numbers just aren't hitting the way they used to be. So absolutely, like, <laughs> after the <laughs> album hot. didn't do well, Queen Radio came out so she can talk about her gripes with mm -hmm. it not doing well. And then from there, she's drummed up this almost WWE-style narrative <laughs> around, and we eat it up. Why right. do we still do that, Norbs? Why do we still eat this up? I don't know. It's so fun, though. Like, it, it's funny. It is. Okay, so <laughs> when I went and got my hair done uh, oh. last week. Uh, twist it up. Yeah, when I went and got my retwist. Um, the girl who does it, she was like, sorry, but you got to watch my little guilty pleasure that I like watching, which was Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And I've never Jeez. seen that show ever in my life. And <laughs> I was watching it and it's like, man, is this for real? And it's it's so sad that these people are so extra in so many ways. And it's like, this, if, if this is really how people's real lives are, I'm... S but it <laughs> is. You have to, you have to remember... The persona these women have built up over the struggles that they've overcame, you know, Nicki, nah, Minaj, but Nicki Minaj being from where she's being and, and, and became, you know, a rapper and then became a pop star and then became, you know, a fashion this and that, you know, whatever. And a Barbie doll, essentially her own persona. And now she's on this beefing with Mariah Carey, who is a whole diva herself. So that's the platform she literally thinks she's on, you know, that's the level she's on. And then Cardi coming overnight, marrying 
Offset, and now she's one of the <laughs> biggest <laughs> artists in the game. Now right. you know, like they're they're sitting on these pedestals that make it so their little beef that when they should just be like, oh yeah, it's whatever. You're annoying. I'm like, I don't really care about you. Becomes two million people are talking about you guys just you know looking at each other the wrong way. And it's got, <laughs> and it's got nothing to do. With but it their affects music. them. Right. But it affects them. Like like I know. as. But, People. It, but, let's, but but think about that as a fan, and it's got nothing to do nothing with to do with the music. actual content, the actual like music. There's no way that there's a resolution that that we as fans or spectators get like get uh, any win from. It either ends with them just stop talking about it. Oh, we no, win if they fight. If, no, if, if they Cardi, fight, we if win. Cardi, yeah. If Cardi lays down a diss track and gasses Nicki, it's over. It's over. But you want to? They haven't party. took it to the bar. Well, 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 who got? Somebody got mad about. Nikki got mad about a bar Cardi said or something like that. Well, it's gonna end because Nikki is washed, and this is <laughs> this is the lesson that we take from this: is if you don't embrace change, if you don't embrace evolutions, the ones that evolve grow to just swallow you whole. So we've watched this through our music. If you're not one of those transcending, timeless artists, your sound's going to get replicated. Sure. It's going to get dominated. And then you're almost going to sound like you're a ripoff of yourself. Yeah. You listen to Lil Wayne and you're listening to him. And you're like, you sound like an old Uzi Vert. <laughs> it's crazy. You listen to like Future. Future sounds dated because so many people took his sound and have ran with it, flipped it, manipulated it, and now it's different. What Cardi did is she took Nicki Minaj's like really feminine rap, but she made it real. She almost made, what she did, which is genius, is she made her music cool for guys. That's what Nicki couldn't do because Nicki was doing all this Barbie talk and all this and the queen on the radio. And it was like, I Joe, like girls well, who got the, multicolored braids are going to love this. Right. But everybody it the, else, it was go. the route that they kind of forced her into, I imagine. And none of us really know. But like, you got to think that it's like somebody had a conversation with her somewhere along the road. that was like, all right, Nicki, you want to like do this? This is the route that's going to make you a whole Here bunch of go. money. And like, we're going to make these songs sound like this. It's going to be different from what you had been doing. But trust me this is gonna get you paid and like put you on this other pedestal right. like girl this is gonna make you like beyonce level and like they probably like throw that out there as like the 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 level of like the echelon of like getting to because <laughs> think about that like beyonce right. is really probably like the 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 highest tier of like yeah not stardom, female artist not stardom. probably now like Definitely. currently like currently she's yeah. she's probably like the current queen of like for sure female stardom currently mm -hmm. um, on a no, don't say no. Beyonce and Ronaldo. I, w I wouldn't. They in the same. I think they in the you're same. You're lying. To I think they in the same. I, yeah, I think you're del deluded. Rihanna, R Rihanna, Rihanna's a lot. Rihanna's more of an international than you know than than, than Beyonce. <laughs> Our is whole it. podcast <laughs> just got shut down. God wow. damn it! What did you I, just and I'm say? Not, on I'm not even over here like Why, a Beyonce so what, fan what is your like guys that or is, anything. I'm just. What is your guys? Let's is, not get off track from what we're talking about. I just about don't understand the combating over Rihanna and Beyonce. We'll show the accolades and everything off Similar. wax will give you the lesson <laughs> but uh that's what i'm glad because you're absolutely right there's a point in time where like you've had your single you had your next single and it's like what do you do next and usually that's the point where your marketing team comes and says hey it's time to go the pop route you see the bag flow rider got you see the bag pitbull got it's time for you to get that too so i'm glad that cardi's single from taking her hiatus was money 
because she talking about bringing brass knuckles to fights and <laughs> shit like shit that I can be like I can listen to this I like this and there's still money to be made in that lane so it's it's I feel like it's the battle of the real versus the fake because we have somebody who's like I'm gonna embrace the people I'm gonna talk about my daughter I'm gonna talk about my man I'm just gonna be me without anybody caring and Nicki Minaj has been a character her whole life well and it's just it's not even that it's just that it shifted and because even if she has been a character her whole life there was like prior to her being a superstar artist that she is she was an MC from New York that had bars that yeah, could spit bars. that was a raw and artist. that's exactly yeah. so it's like if that's like who you're true to and that's your core that's what you gotta keep in some sense the mm-hmm. whole way through your career and you can't let your fan and that when I say keep that like your fans have to always see that mm-hmm. they have to always know that that's a part of who you are as an artist there was definitely a moment in Nicki Minaj's career when she was just like a uh, pop starships star. and, yeah. and what all that stuff when people that was what they were expecting and like yep. Anaconda like might have got her a little bit on track again but st- even that was still like alright cool it's like yeah like you shouldn't, but you ain't like dropping nothing like you ain't rapping like you used to when you were on that monster with like freaking Wayne and Jay Z and T.I. and you out rapping niggas out like rapping them <laughs> but then did she break up with her bar writer Ooh. Who, Safari? Because, uh, you talking about Safari? Oh my God. If you date dick, in the dick person. Picking Safari? <laughs> if you date in the person who writes your raps and you break up with them, you know, it's hard to get your raps written. That's, that's why you're supposed to tough. marry him. And I don't that's, want and, and we, we Cardi married her ghostwriter. Like, yeah, Cardi was like, he ain't going nowhere. Married her ghostwriter. That's funny. Lesson of the day. If you like what. If you got a ghostwriter, make sure you don't lose him. Don't Lock him down lose. for life. <laughs> If you bring your girlfriend, if you bring your girlfriend to the key and you ask her your opinion on your song, you have married that woman. Yes. (laughs) And she's half engineer. (laughs) And producer. She's she's a co-songwriter. If that's if that's the case, then she's getting a songwriting credit. Half songwriter, half engineer. That's the that's the that's the women y'all need to turn into. So before we So before we say goodbye, we're going to listen to one more song. We're going to take us out with one more track. And then we going to say goodbye to our wonderful guests here on the Sensei Said So Show. Wake up in the morning. Tell me what you see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. Wake up in the morning. Tell me what you see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. I need greatness in the air. Greatness in the morning when I wake it when I sleep. I need greatness in the air. That's what I eat. Greatness in the morning when I wake it when I sleep. Wake up in the morning. Tell me what you see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. Looking in the mirror. Tell me what you see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. In the morning like it's breakfast, ho In the morning time is when I feel I hear the message, bro Pharaoh in my soul, but it's also on my necklace, bro Chasing after green like I'm playing tag with Piccolo Money on my mind I feel so damn fine Every day I wake up, I am praying for some progress Every day I wake up, I make hating niggas upset Can I object? But that's not my fault, ho being mad too hard, ho. Being sad too hard, ho. Get a bag and be a boss, ho. Every night I go to sleep, I take some time to plan around. So every day I wake up, I can see the way to make it out. 
Tell me what you see. What you see? If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. Wake up in the morning. Tell me what you see. What you see? If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. I need greatness in the air. That's what I eat. Greatness in the morning when I wake it when I sleep. I need greatness in the air. That's what I eat. That's what I Greatness in the morning when I wake it when I sleep. Wake up in the morning, in the morning. tell me what you see. What you see? If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Looking in the mirror, in the mirror tell me what you go. see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. Every day I'm building, life is Legos. I wanna build so I can own some land out in Legos. Every day I hit the door, I have to check my echo. Because emotions controlling people like Japan. But I ain't no puppet. Take my time, yeah, I ain't gonna rush it. For the grind, yeah, I'm gonna push it. Bullshit, no, I'm gonna duck it. Next level, yeah, I'm gonna push it. I still get the pack for the low. I still will let my life grow. New life, yeah, I'm gonna love it. Bullshit, yeah, I rise above it. I rise up high. That's what I eat. That's what I eat. Wake up in the morning. This what I eat. I'ma go and get it. Running at full speed. And if you ain't about it, better take your ass to sleep. Wake up in the morning. Tell me what you see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. Wake up in the morning. Tell me what you see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. I need greatness in the air. It's what I eat. Greatness in the morning when I wake it when I sleep. I need greatness in the air. It's what I eat. It's what I eat. Greatness in the morning when I wake it when I sleep. That's what I wake up in the morning. Tell me what you see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. Looking in the mirror. Tell me what you see. What you see. If it is not greatness, better take your ass to sleep. Tell me what you Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's what I eat. I wake up. It's what I eat. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sensei Said So Show. That it's was Wake Up by Sensei. One half of your senseis here on the show. It's what I eat. That is unreleased. No, it's out now. Oh, it's out now. Yeah, by the time you listen to this, Vibes Part 1 Oh, yeah, the whole thing is out, Toll. The whole thing. Make sure y'all go to the website, senseisaidso.com, click on the music thing, bow, and go to the vibe bow, and you'll catch two heaters. And this vibe is really for the people who get up early, the people who start, like, I really, my work schedule is five to, I say five to five, but it's really like five to six. And now that I coach, it's more like five to eight. <laughs> but I'm up at 5.30. So for all my people who wake up early in the morning, when you wake up and you're just not feeling it, it's Tuesday. And you're just like, man, I've been on the road. I've been working. I've done overtime. I've been, we just killed it at the alibi, whatever it is. I want you to play Vibes Part 1 feel good. And I hope you feel better. Hey. <laughs> it's a vibe. <laughs> Speaking of vibes, we got Key One and Norbs in the building. It's been a it's been a 
a great time having y'all on the show. Y'all got any? <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank guys. you. Thank you. Let them know where they can find you one more time if anybody wants to dive more and get to know you guys a little bit more. You can find the studio at the Key SLC on Instagram. Um, you can find yours truly, uh, Key One at Key One Illmanic, holding on to the ILL Illman. I see. Hey. One of these times um, we gonna put the Illmanic signal out, and we all gonna come together like the Avengers and I'm waiting. turn into Captain Planet. Or <laughs> Shoot it up in the sky when one of us is paid in large. We gonna put it on top of the Wells Fargo building. And whole t- whole squad gonna show back up. <laughs> but yeah, Key One Illmanic on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Norbs. Norbs at, on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I need followers. I need, <laughs> I need he don't people. need no followers. I need followers. He, nah, got, he I, got me to a thousand, but now I'm down under a thousand again. I got to I have a thousand followers. Bro, what happened? I thought you had like fifteen hundred or something. Like nah, that. bro. Oh, we are, anyway, follow me on Instagram. Nah, at Norbs. Norbs. I guess me and Norbs competing right now then, because I got. Oh, like, it's a competition. I got like nine ninety eight. <laughs> Let's put it on wax. What's the goal? Who's gonna get to what number first? I mean, I'm just trying to get more. <laughs> you going to open it open this thing right, right I'm, at, I'm at 1100 Week 1100 Oh he said 1100 Okay see No I then It's not a competition He said 1000 So I thought that was like I'm not consistent too. on the gram It's all good But follow me there If you want to hit me up Or he whatever He way more consistent than You me. just need to run With the leopard aesthetic If I'm just going to give you Nah a little, nah, nah uh, That shirt got to retire that's a, it, it retire the last day of summer No Ooh. like get more leopard shit like you just normally <laughs> get a leopard jacket. Get now it's got to be a jacket for winter. <laughs> jacket for winter. <laughs> Don't underestimate hey. putting the whatever at the end of your name. Norbs the leopard, Norms the bass. Facts. Like, let's ask him. Facts. <laughs> okay. right. I'm a man of many aliases. <laughs> get a superhero after you. So appreciate you guys stopping by, dropping some music, dropping some exclusive. That's why you have to listen to the podcast because this is the Sensei Said So Show. We are your Senseis. I'm Vio Sensei, 36 Dread Kage of the Music Land, 10th Tribe of Wakanda, and we out here on season four going strong. Ooh, and you already know it's Shadow the Go-Tooth Villain, leader of the Water Nation. The birthday guy and the wrecks and effects and his hey. checks and his up. So double cup if y'all with me and we gonna catch y'all next time. Happy born day, CJ. Shadow. He giving all my aliases. <laughs> I got two more left. 